Hello and welcome to episode 51 of the Talking Wednesday podcast. We're back in yep. real time. It is Dex and Jake bringing you through all the Sheffield Wednesday news and general nonsense chatter as we always do. But it's good to be back, Jake. I, uh, we've we've obviously had a couple of solo episodes, haven't we? Yep. Where, they went okay, I yeah, think. Yeah, I was very... Happy that you managed to hold 40 minutes just talking on your because I know you don't do long form and I knew when I asked you to do a long form episode, it could have gone one or two ways. So I was uh, pleasantly surprised that you that you held that one off there. Um, it, it does help when you put on a second monitor a picture of James looking really angry at you and every time you turn <laughs> that monitor, you go, oh. Yeah, I know. You always portray me as this big, bad grump. <laughs> and it usually is, to be honest. I've been, Jake's been messaging me a lot going, so when are we doing this? What are we doing this? Answering me questions. <laughs> and I don't reply for about two days, and then I just send him a list of things. And that's that's the level of like, yeah. Because <laughs> I can control this. Everything else, I'm sort of like doing deadlines and things like yeah. this. But this, because it's mine, I'm like, yeah, wait. And it shouldn't be like that, should it? That's the way That's the way the site works at the minute. But, but this it is, works I'll be like, at the minute. Yeah, it does work. Because I know what I'm doing with this, like, back of my hand. So, uh, yeah. It's good to chat to you in real time again, guys. It I is. hope you've all had a lovely Christmas and New Year. If you haven't, that's just... Yeah. That, some people don't. I don't know where I'm going with that. I was, uh, that, that went that's dark life. quick. <laughs> that's life. Get over it. Get used to it. 2022, year of misery. It's back on the pain train. Hey, we're Wednesday fan for Houston, misery. That's true. So, I mean, on Wednesday's 2022 already got off uh, all right, didn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Shipping so, uh, sick goals. Uh, I mean, one of them uh, was before <laughs> New Year, wasn't it? True, true. So well, how was your Christmas ten- and New Year? It was good, man. Um, I did actually take some time. I I did switch off for a little while and... I had a really good Christmas. Unfortunately, my sister got COVID, so couldn't come back for Christmas Day. But I got to sit, my nan got to come to Christmas this year. Oh, yay. Yeah, I know. We, uh, I got, I got very, it was one of those things where you get to a, a level of like being an adult and you can have these really nice conversations with like your older family members. Yeah. So I was just there on the booze, just having chats. And it was it was nice, you know. It you was fin- nice... You've been finally not delegated to the kiddie table. We never did that. We always <laughs> uh, we always did the the table. To be fair, we always have quite small Christmases. Yeah. But we, uh, I cooked the meat. Ooh. Um. We did a. We did. We ended up doing two because my sister could get out of isolation for New Year's. Yeah. So we did a new Christmas dinner on New Year's. So we, my mate's a butcher. So we. We save the beef. We always get like a ham, a beef, a, ch- a turkey joint, that sort of thing. So we did the turkey and the ham on the, or a gammon, whatever you want yeah. to call it on there. But I did the gammon. I cooked it like full on, like fine dining. And it was the best, best thing we've ever had at Christmas, hands down. So you're doing that again every year for the future. Oh yeah, no, I did it. Yeah. I bought another, another one just for New Year's because I was like, we're having that yeah. again. That was excellent. Even awesome. If I do say so Dex myself. has got a really top tip there. When you get older in life, be best mates with butchers. It used to be the bread and butter of being in the kitchen as a chef. You get best mates with a butcher. You get that phone call at four going, we've got all this, it needs to go. I'm just going to give it you for this. <laughs> well, it, it, you, true. Or, to be fair, 
Oh, when the good stuff comes in, they'll put it to side to you. Yeah, to be fair, we are going to start doing a bit more of that because he's actually taking over the place and, and, and it'll be his place soon. But I've always sort of like, I know I pay a bit more there, but it's my mate. And yeah. I've been one of those. You should always support your friends. If you like someone's content, it's like if you like someone's produce, if you support them, supporting them is supporting every aspect of it. So for me, I've always like known that I could probably get supermarket stuff a bit cheaper, but what? why? Yeah. It, it's, like, it's like that whole creative thing where if you're a photographer, like, oh, can you do it for me for this price? And like, if you're a mate, you want to give them full whack because you know how hard it is. Yeah. Kind of thing. Exactly. Um, so you want to support and just keep going. Plus, the food is great. Like this, it's proper quality. It's um, the pork. We get pork pie and and that stuff from there. And the pork pies are so in demand there. They are like fantastic. They're about when about when does when, do, when does this turn into you raving about your mate and you saying like you want a sponsorship spot but on the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, no, no, no. I just provide me with all the pork pies. Um, but no, he. Uh, that's the thing. I didn't get. It. I, I'm not friends with him because he was. I was a friend with friends with him before he was yeah, a butcher. Yeah. In fairness, we were like we were like best mates uh, in like year eleven. We oh, started. Back some. Well, we were in class together since we were in like year seven, and we can talk about all our life stuff in on the anniversary episode, which is coming up, by the way. Yes. But yeah, we were mates throughout. Like we never. We're in the same class for like year seven, eight, and nine. Never spoke to each other until year ten, and then year <laughs> ten we just were like. We've got a lot in common. We both like video games. And then he became a butcher. So Christmas was sorted forever and ever. Um, But yeah. How was your Christmas and New Year, my friend? It was quiet. It was nice to have a quiet one this year because Lackey was a little bit hectic. Um, Got to see my sister and her little gang of of children. That she's lovely and it was great to see them because I hadn't seen them in about a year or so. And it would just, it would just. Are you really sure it nice. was great to see them? The way you said that, it was great to see them. There was oh, a little no, bit. It, it was really great to see them. But my niece is full on watching WWE, so Uncle Jake got absolutely pummeled by niece and daughter at the same time. <laughs> I see. I see. So That's I, a... it, it was, it was interesting. Let's put it that way. I didn't realize a six-year-old could do a hurricane on me. At, that age but she's pretty damn good at it uh boxing boxing day we had the uh we went around to soaps nance and the nephew was there and he was running around and he's two so he finds finds anything i do hilarious which is great because i need a bit of an ego boost sometimes obviously (laughs) Um, but i was feeling really rough after christmas day and i was like please go back to your mother please go back to your mother i can't i can't do this I'm gonna throw up because <laughs> I'd eaten. So we we had another because obviously Boxing Day you go around. We went to a Nancy. She was like food, 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 and I was just like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I'm gonna die. Were you were you that scene in the Vicar of Dibley where she'd go around to all the houses going, I'm done now. Ah, uh, yeah, I remember that. One. I was I, I was I was suffering on a uh, Boxing Day, and I spent the next felt, day pretty we, much. We do the same. We did, what, Christmas Day at my sister-in-law's. Then we had a Christmas Day of our own on Boxing Day. Then my sister's on the 28th. And then we had a New Year's thing as well. So it was yeah. like a lot of dinners. But I've got to freeze full of food, so I don't have to do shopping for a while. No, we've got no food left. Oh, we got cheese. we got some of the cheese left. That's the but one I re- thing I missed at my sister. We didn't have the cheese board. I was gutted because she always gets really good cheeses. 
No, I, I I messed up with the cheese this year, man. I should have gone. I should have gone farm shop. I didn't go farm shop, and it just wasn't as good. Like I got supermarket. I I I I got a bit lax on the cheese yeah. and went for the. Uh, I went for the we have we have literally board. just gone properly middle old man syndrome mm. talking about cheeses now. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But what do you expect? It's the Talking Wednesday podcast. It is. It's what we do. Um, no dexterity watch this week because there isn't a midweek game. Nope. No reviews either. Merry Christmas. Thank you for that. Uh, <laughs> no, we'll, you can was... now leave. You can now leave reviews on Spotify. Spotify Please do now that. Have there a, is quite have a few review section. Brilliant. There is quite a few Spotify uh, listeners to this podcast, so please do that. That would help us out massively. Yeah, I like. I do. I did say that on the solo episode I did, so episode forty nine, we did read out a couple of reviews. So a couple of people did leave us Christmas yeah. reviews, and I read them out on there. So we we appreciate it. Uh, but leave more. Thank you. <laughs> um, right, we're gonna have to talk about Sheffield Wednesday at some point, aren't we? Oh, do we have to? Okay. Well, nobody's wrote in with the silliness. So. Yeah. We're really we're hoping to... for silly questions and mm, we didn't get any. Because we're going to have to unfortunately talk about the matches that have happened since we last spoke to each other. And uh, unfortunately those matches were Sunderland and Shrew- uh, Shrewsbury. 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 Yeah. So, um, do you want to talk about Sunderland? I don't really want to talk about it, to be honest. Do we have to? I'll, I'll, I'll go with it. I've already done one video on it. I might as well do another one where oh. my thoughts are on it. Uh, Sunderland, Sunderland versus Sheffield Wednesday. It just shows you how poor we are defensively. <laughs> it, I don't, I don't think it helped with our little situation with having the two week break, having a good run of game. But what you found? I've looked at the possession stats. Have you looked at these possession stats? Do you remember when yeah, I got had, gr- we do you have when I got a gr- when I got a bit of grief the other week when I said yeah. that like it felt like we weren't as good in that game and a point was fair. I think it was Wickham or something. Yeah. And somebody was throwing the possession stats at me, going, "We battered them. We lost five nil, and we had most possession against Sunderland here. <laughs> we just, we just couldn't handle Ross Stewart. And the annoying thing, Ross Stewart was a player we were linked with last summer. No, last January. I remember we were linked with him and it was like, could we go for him? But of course we weren't allowed to spend any money, still can't. And it was that really weird situation where it was, when we played them at our play, we battered them. We were really good. Mm. And I was worried about this game coming into it because of the little break we had. Because there were reports going around that we'd only had seven players in training. You didn't know what the injury situation was like. and. It just, it was one of the games with them coming off the Doncaster over game, battering them 3 0, which to be fair, quite easy to do. Donny Rovers, come on, they were winning 3 0 at half time and then lost 4 3 to Morecambe. But, sorry, Daffer, uh, <laughs> but at the same time, you've got the situation where it just shows you what our problems are at the minute. And it's at the back. It's mm. so much at the back. And the thing is, there's only so much we can do going forward. Yeah, we're not scoring enough goal. We're creating a lot of chances. If you actually look at that fight, we're actually creating a lot of chances. We just can't bury them. Right, move on to Shrewsbury. Sunderland was forgettable. Right, you can no, start it wasn't with Shrewsbury forgettable, was but I want to forget it. Yeah, you can move on to You can start with Shrewsbury this time. I don't really want to. Well, I paid to? a tenner for both of these games. Yeah, so did I. <laughs> and so did a lot of other people. 
I mean, we could have gone. In fairness, we could have gone on the away, yeah, the, the away games. Bloody armchairs, bloody armchairs. Again, look at the possession that. <laughs> Sheffield Wednesday, sixty-six percent possession. Apparently, um, I'm just saying. I was well within my rights the other week with that Wickham game, and I got some proper like mm. snarky comments. You know what um, the thing I got about this game was though. It shows you if, if you're a team that can put five in midfield, literally, pretty much, it nullifies our midfield. We can't do anything. It was woeful, that Shrewsbury game. It really I was. I, I, just, I just remember how they used to say it on the announcements on FIFA, Shrewsbury, and for some reason that sticks it's in my dark. brain. I don't actually know if it's, that's how you're supposed to say it. For me, it's Shrewsbury. It's spelt like Shrewsbury. Yeah. It's a shrew. Um... It's not the best, is it? No. Because it leaves us all it leaves us sitting ninth in the table on thirty seven points. Yes, games in hand and all that, but we're 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 losing the pack if we're not careful. It it this worry you got that we had that great run beforehand, lost two on the bounce, but that run was good, but they weren't wins. That mm-hmm. was the issue. We're not winning enough. And the I understand the frustration with the fan base wanting more out and wanting in gone and seeing what it is. But also, I said at the start of the season, I can see us having a mid-table finish considering what more can't do because his hands are tied behind his back with what he can bring in. Kind of thing. I, it's, I don't, I've seen a lot of people go with the comparison with Dave Jones and Gary Megson going, well, look, Megson lost his job, brought in Dave Jones, and it changed, and we went up. I don't think you can do that with this team, this this position, and this period of what went in. We're coming against teams like Shrewsbury, uh, Burton, and, Th- and we're not playing how we should do. They they are doing that literal thing, going, right, you're the big team, we're going to outplay you. If you watched Arsenal versus uh, Nottingham Forest, Nottingham Forest knew that was their big cup final game and they yeah. took it. And that's what we haven't mentally been able to work out and go, hey, we shouldn't be letting that happen. The only thing I would say, and we'll probably do a more out topic at some point, I'm sure, because it just yep. keeps battering on and on and on, is before there wasn't any managers on the market that I was interested in. Yeah. Now I could see someone like Alex Neal taking it. Yeah. Now, you know, so there's a case of like, for me, if it continued, I still think I agree on the fact that Moore's got his hands behind his back and he, he could, there's not much he could do, yeah. do you know? Well, but I if, have if a there theory. But if there is actually managers that could replace him now. Yeah. I have a theory, right? Mm. Where Moore have been at Donny and West Brom, he'd been on one year rolling contracts, right? Yeah. More came in in March last year. Why would Chancery sack It'll him January, February? Months. It's not. It'll be 18 months though, man. He was, he was on a one-year rolling contract at Donny. Yeah, but... They redo it every... He, he redid it every... Yeah. Yeah, I know, but if I'm being honestly realistic about that, mate, they must do it season to season. He might mm. have been on a one-year rolling, but... They'll, it'll sort of like reset season on season. Yeah, but I can understand if Chancery goes at the end of this season, goes, you know what, it didn't work. Let's get something. Oh, no, but, that, yeah, at the end of the season, but, yeah. But then you've also got the situation where you go in, 
are we going to keep doing this until it sticks again? Mm. Where it's, it's a tricky one, even though Carlos is out of uh, his club at the end of the season, I'm just saying. <laughs> but I don't want that. I always don't like manager coming back. I want it. I don't care. I want it. Yeah, I think a lot of the fan base do as well. That's the but, thing. That's why even at the time, at the time, right, it was the time where you thought Carlos had taken as far as he could take us. Yeah. You didn't realise how much he was overachieving with that squad when managers came in afterwards. But then again, I could say that Bruce came in, it looked good. Yeah. He left. Monk came in originally, it looked good under Monk. And then we had a bad Christmas. And then, yeah. It's always the Christmas period, though. Every season, I've noticed, we always do really bad with Christmas. The only time we had a good Christmas is when we beat Newcastle on Boxing Day. We are we are at a, a pivotal moment in mm. terms of this January. The rest of the games are going to be very telling as to what we've got to do moving forward. Yeah, Chancery a few weeks ago was talking about how we're going to... We are on the... Um, it looks like we're going to get promoted. Sorry. Yeah. Does it? Nah. You know? It's a tight. T- it's a tight league table, but we have got to go on one hell of a run. I disagree with the assumption that we should be bossing this league because people like like to pin that on us and say yeah. because we've got like the big goal and things like that. We got relegated with a crap morale, right? Yeah. We reshuffled the squad massively and put together the pieces not fully sure it was going to work. And we did it with a, with our hands tied our, behind our back financially. Yeah. Now, some people are saying the embargo's lifted. It's not, not, right. I've the, not seen so this. Basi- so basically, people are going that the, it's not on the EFL website saying that the embargo... It wasn't before. It, it wasn't before. Basically, when we had the situation when we weren't paying players, we agreed that we would put ourselves in a self-inflicted embargo where we can't spend stuff. The, that's the thing. We've agreed it with them saying, well, instead of you giving us a point deduction, if we pay the players on time and stuff, we'll have the embargo, if that yeah. makes sense. That's what we've agreed to. Now, the one thing is, though, come the summer, because I still think we're going to be in League One, you're going to be at some, whoever's in charge is going to be able to spend. And there yeah. might be a pretty tidy little transfer kitty to bend. Yeah, so basically all those I know all those want us to get promoted this season, but Chancery possibly is looking at it as going if Moore can can get us challenging he could sit back and look at the best of both worlds. Right. We might get lucky and get promoted under Moore through the playoffs. You know, if we go on on a run for this latter half of the season, win win. We also might finish top 10 yep. and he replaces him without having to pay any gardening leave yeah. at the end of the season if he's on that one-year rolling. It's it's interesting to see where we're going to line up, but um, this next match is going to this next match is going to be a, a heated one given how poor we've been at the start of this year in the past couple of fixtures <laughs> and where we're sitting yep. currently. Let's have a look at the le- uh, the rest of the league. League one review. So there's some replays due to COVID. Doncaster and Fleetwood. Fleetwood beating Doncaster 1-0. Gillingham and Ipswich. Ipswich beating Gillingham 4-0. Ipswich finding some form there. New manager uh, other bounce. Game, other games played were Wickham-Sunderland. That ended 3-0. That was a hell of a game. <laughs> cracking game. 
Lincoln versus Oxford United, Lincoln won 2 0. Cheltenham versus Burton ended 1 all, And Accrington Stanley versus MK Dons ended 1 all. Let's go into the news, shall we? Oh, that was a perfect segue. <laughs> Indeed. So, top story for me this week. It was it was a tight top story because there's a, yep. there's another one that could get the top story. But we'll go for current news yeah. for Wednesday, even though I guess morally it's not the top story. But we'll go for the top story. In uh, Theo Corbinu has had his loan terminated, and he has returned to Wolves to immediately go on loan to Sheffield Wednesday's rivals in the league for promotion, MK Dons. So the initial story as it was developing was from the star with the headline, quote, Wolves set to terminate loan of Sheffield Wednesday star at Theo Corbinu, League One rivals lined up. The loan of Sheffield Wednesday loanee Theo Corbinu is set to be terminated by parent club Wolverhampton Wanderers, the star can exclusively reveal. Now, as this story developed, another article from the Star said, "In quote, reports circulated earlier this season that Premier League side, the, the Premier League side, were growing concerned at Corbinu's progress at Wednesday, and though they are thankful for the work Moore and his coaching staff have been able to put into the youngsters' game in recent months, the Star understands it was made clear to Corbinu that a deal to make a switch to Liam Manning's MK Don side was preferable for the Midlands club." In a statement released by Wolves late on Thursday evening, Wolves' loan manager Matt Jackson said, ultimately, the decision came down to what the 19-year-old felt was best for him. This is a quote from uh, Matt Jackson. Theo had a fantastic experience up at Sheffield Wednesday, who have treated him brilliantly. But he has now got an opportunity to go to MK Dons and get some regular game time until the end of the season in a formation which is best suited for him. For his football development, we believe this is a move is a really good option, but the decision was left to the player. And after discussions with Theo and Sheffield Wednesday, we've come to an agreed plan. End quote. Theo on Twitter has said, quote, a new page in the chapter book. Very happy to announce I have joined MK Dons on loan for the rest of the season. I was also like to take the opportunity to thank everyone at Sheffield Wednesday for all the love and support I was given. The journey continues. He also said a little bit more in the the presser yeah. to their I follow how um, that we were a fantastic big club, all of that, and it just wasn't. There, there was heavily hinting, and as you heard from some of the star reporting there, yeah. we weren't playing to his strengths. There's been an outcry on there. I've got a lot of uh, our community's opinions on this. We are going to read that out yeah. first, but I'd like to go with your initial thoughts on what this is as we go into it. How do you feel about it, Jake? I'm, I'm in two minds because Wolves are very well known for being a club that if a player not suiting a club's how they wanted it, they'll pull him. And if he was doing well, you could have probably seen it gone the other way. You go, right, you're doing well in League One. Let's throw you in the championship for the second half of the season. What happened? This is the nature of having a lone player. At I'm not sure though, because I think if he was doing really well here, yes, they would say that, but the continuity has got a lot to do with yeah. it as well. I think they'd have kept him in a fire inside. The, the, big, yeah. one, the big one that got me in there was in the article is the fact that Theo had a fantastic third chef who treated him brilliantly. Now, everyone's gone, we treated him poorly, we treated him badly. The big thing was, is we did a massive formation shift as soon as we started getting injuries at the back. Start yes. of the season, we had four at the back, and then you had your wingers bombing forward. That suited him down to the ground. We then got all the issues at the back, where it then had to, there had to be a formation change. We didn't have the players or the... Squad to do that. We had to be making players, makeshift players. Yes, I understand what people are saying and I understand it. But at the same time, from what you see when he had played, he's ifs and fells, if you know what I mean. 
the bits of the game where he's fantastic, but the bits of the game where he's, he should be looking up for a cross instead of trying to go for a worldie. It's that whole 19-year-old wanting to try and do his best. It's a great move for him and MK Don because they probably will get the best out of him. But I've spoken to an MK Don fan who's turned around and said they play with wing back too. So it's like really interesting to see how they're going to try and fit him in. That's the thing, right? Because if they do play with wing backs, right, that doesn't make sense what's been said about it. Because for me now, Corbin, who was getting in that side as a wing back, you know, he was getting time and he bedded in. And I said, I said about our loan players, it was going to take them time to bed into this system. They needed to actually get to know the club and then they'll start getting their opportunities. And Theo was one of those that was getting that and he was starting to become a first teamer. He was inconsistent. He is inconsistent. He's a young winger. He made a lot of wrong decisions on the ball, you know, when mm. we he should have passed it, but he wanted to go for it. And I kind of like a player that does that. There were some times where we could have probably picked up points if he'd had a passed it. But I was disappointed, and I am disappointed that he has gone yeah. in, in this sort of... In this, uh, I think he could have had a good second half of the season with us if things would have clicked together. It, in the situation Wednesday you're in, in terms of bringing players in, I am a little bit disappointed, but with the formation shift defensively, he'd started to look better. Yeah. But as a wing back, we needed to, we need somebody who who can probably offer us a little bit more going back. If we are going to play with wing backs because of this injury situation we've gone in, but you are a hundred percent right that the thing that's been overlooked is the massive formation shift that we were dealt yes. with with injuries. And once once I'd sort of done the original, oh, for God's sake, Wednesday. I did see it from that aspect. I did yeah. try and take it down a little bit more to the rationality of it. And I'd like to see, I think he's going to have a good career if he can get oh, yeah. the consistency he, into his game. He's going to be a fantastic player. I can see him being one of those ones where Wolves eventually will cash in on him. He got the ability. Yeah. And he got the skill. And when you saw it, it's great. But there was sometimes like in the, in the Sunderland, the through game, there were times where he had a shot come cross. It's like he was aiming to shoot when he should have been crossing. It just yeah. happened to go all the way over the box. And like little things like that. And he's very tricky. He got good step over, but those depots have got him caught out of position, which would then have, have to have our lot stream all the way back to try and make a mistake, fix his mistake. But yeah. 19 year old kid, it happens. It's, it'll be interesting to see what we do to kind of, I, A, replace him. Or B, is there another way of doing it and we got a we got something set up? But the big thing out of all of that that I'm completely missing is for me, is everyone's been having a go at the club and saying how bad Darren Moore. Wolves have turned around and turned around and gone. We're happy with what they, they were trying to do. It just yep. didn't work. And everyone missed that part completely as well. True. We'll talk about replacements in a minute, actually, because we'll make this topic a bit of an extended one in a second. I want to go into what the community had to say about it. So, uh, Maraskus Bomb wrote in and said, personally, I was disappointed to he hear this. There were times he was able to move that ball from defence to attack in the blink of an eye and, and could bamboozle opposition when he ran at them. Maybe not as consistently as we would have liked, and he could be frustrating as he was exciting, but for such a young player who was developing, it would have been nice to nurture his obvious talents. Having said that, I'm far from surprised when Wolves do recall him. 
Didn't they warn us months ago that they would be forced to find another team who would give him regular first-team football if Wednesday continued to underutilise him? Or did I imagine that? True, I do think he'd started to be utilised, though. So spot on with most of the things you've said there, mate. But I do think Wednesday actually did start to use him. That's the disappointing side. But (laughs) if if he is going to be played as a wing-back at MK Dons, it doesn't really make sense. But yes, we were originally meant to play him in his position and role. Um... We uh, we had somebody, Charlie writing who just said Darren Moore masterclass. Um, and someone goes, more until the end of the season for me. A bit of sarcasm in there. Justin writes in and goes, hello, League Two. Keep a seat warm and we'll be with you shortly. The club has become an absolute shambles. More needs to go. Chancery can sell up and leave too. Can we get Mandaric back to run the club? Of course, if he isn't available, I'm sure Ronald McDonald could do a better job. Joke. Tell us how you really feel, Justin, on that one. Um <laughs> Yeah. What I found really funny actually when it came to the Theo thing, we both put shorts up literally about the same time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I actually beat you to that, but because you I put did. a bit of edit but because I put a bit of editing <laughs> in mine, yours got up first. Because <laughs> mine had to process. I was like, God damn it. Uh Chef Camero in and went, if it frees up another loan, one that can actually mm. play in a three five two, then fair play, no problem. Only thing is that this being Wednesday, I could see them getting another winger into play. We'll ignore the latter on that for now. I do agree if we can bring more players in to fit this yeah. system, but I don't think this is. We we know from Moore's history, this isn't the system he really likes anyway. No. He's been he has been forced into that, and he has had some. We it might sound like we're defending him here, and don't get me wrong, I have started to turn with some of the things where I'm like, right, Same. come on, Moore, you need to you need to have some backup plans here, man. You need to sort it out. What what? what but he has next- been forced into a lot of the decisions. The thing I got is when we got game away from nil, it's like, right, you've got an attacker on the bench. Why are you not bringing them in like the 65th minute and start trying to change things? And it just, it's, it's a weird one with Moore at the minute because there's so many people who want to see him go, but there's also so many people who see what he's doing and trying to do. It's so flip at the minute. I would say the more people wanting more out, then there's more today, but it's hard to, if he gets us mid table, Grant, I know that we're pushing for a promotion or he gets us close to that playoffs. Considering what he had to do, he's done well in all the injuries. But the mm. big thing for me is going to be, we got to fix what the, where all these injuries coming from. Yeah, no, that's the way, something we're looking at. They've been saying they've been looking at it for ages. Just carrying on with what our community has been saying about Theo. Caboodlefish wrote in and goes, not fussed about him going, to be honest. People act like it matters, but he had a few bright spots and a fair few anonymous games. Ultimately, he's not a wing-back, so doesn't fit the system we're using. Doesn't make uh, doesn't really make sense for us, him or Wolves. Good luck to him and glad we now have another spot to bring in a player we actually need. So there is a bit of that yeah. going off, you know, about we need a play, we need players think, that actually fit the system. I think I said somewhere that he's not the second coming. He's just a very naughty boy. <laughs> Steve Whitey White wrote it and went, uh, he'll come back to haunt us, won't he? He'll have the game of his life and bag two against us, probably seeing our fate to stay in League One for next season. Oh, Steve, you're probably 100% on there, mate, Mm. to be fair. Um, uh, MK Don's fan wrote in and go, does Sheffield use him? We did for a little bit, but we're not Sheffield. No, no, no. I was going to say. Flay him. Do not call us Sheffield, ever. Um, it's the one but, time I completely agree with Wilder when he had that interview and they said, can you stop calling us Sheffield? Yeah. The Sheffield went in, the Sheffield United. Graham Sooners used to bloody love it as yeah, well. Yeah, he did. 
where South says whenever like he's on TV, he goes, "Oh, it's your best mate," because I always used to get annoyed when he called United <laughs> Sheffield. Yeah. Um. I. I think MK Dons have got a player that if they do revert to a winger system, it will fit. And he, he can play wing back going forward. Yeah. I just think it's a bit of a... It could, if it is the same system and they've not fed him a load of lies, MK Dons, right? Because they could say, oh, we're going to suit the system to you sort of thing. You can say that when you're trying to tempt a player, you know, and have those conversations. It could be... There, there is the darker side of, is there a... Is there, people just trying to jump ship at Wednesday because it doesn't look good behind the scenes again. You know, there, there is that blowing side up of it. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we will talk about replacements though, because um, we've talked about this player before, so I'm not going to make a big top of it topic of it, but it is worth mentioning. Apparently there is still interest to bring Josh Sims in, which is weird because he obviously is obviously a winger and an attacking minded yeah. winger. Now, it, there's been talks about him looking to for, to find a club in January at the earliest because of some illnesses he's had and things he's like had that. A, he's had a heart problem and yeah. that stopped him from doing a lot of stuff, which I'm, I hate talking about the heart situation in football, because it seems to be the only topic, but I get it. Um, more knows Brings him. Brings out all the idiots as well, how, unfortunately. How fast can he get into playing football with how long he's been out? and? Mm. It's interesting. It's interesting. Um, personally, me, I wouldn't want to take it. I think he would. He would only be probably back to being playing about March, April time, and that's too much of season gone. If we can't bring in any players, I'd take him to end at season. Mm, yeah. He's worked with, if we if we're sticking with more, he's worked with more before as well. So it's a voice in the dressing room. I could room, see right? it. Happen- I could see it happening. Andy, the three. I was. We we spoke at the time like. Do we bring him in? He's mm. a free if we need players. Then I'm annoyed again, that it's the, the day this goes out, it's January 11th and we've not made any signings. Yeah. Then again, we surprised. we brought we brought Lang in and Lang looked very good, actually. Yeah. And we forget he looked that, like don't he we? Because we've only that, seen yeah. him a couple of times. But he's he's good on the ball, isn't he? Like yeah. It's actually really... The good thing is his decision-making is better than Corbinou's. So I yes. can also sort of see why Wednesday would let him go back. Because mm. the one thing we did see, actually, is Lang was getting... Looked like he was coming in to take Corbinou's spot. As a as a wing-back, he seemed to... when it, He didn't lose the ball as much when he tried no. stuff. He actually... There was there was a move. I don't know if it was against Shrewsbury or... Shrewsbury. I think it was against Shrewsbury. Yeah. In the box where he moved in and beat like three players. And I was like... Okay. All, but all he did to beat those three players would drop his shoulder. Yeah. It was nothing it's league, fancy. It's League One. <laughs> you know, we're, but we're not utilising it in, in it League was, One. So. It, it was nothing fancy. It was no step or anything. He just dropped his shoulder and got through the gap. It was lovely to see. It's just a shame we couldn't capitalise on it. We've got some bloody good players if we can get them clicking. Yeah. We've been saying that all season. I'd like to see or do something with Jaden Brown, but... I think he knackered himself with that own goal and the way he just didn't pick himself yeah, up. Yeah, that game didn't do anybody that played in it any favours, really, did it at all? No. And we've also got this strange Dutchman called So, who we've not played at all. No, no. We've also got our lone players back. Yes, we have. Alex Hunt's back in the building. Scored a free uh, kick the, today. The day, yeah, the day of recording this, he scored a free kick with the, uh, is it under 23? He's one of those. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of talks to bring Kata Tamari, I've probably said that wrong, into Tamari, the squad yeah. because he's been absolutely banging him in 
at the youth levels. Probably we've 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 rushed players before. Let him develop properly first. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's there's times where we just need to recruit well and look at our loan players and and I think the problem is Alex Hunt's the one position that we don't really need. Mm, yep. We have and, a uh, bit too much in that position. We've got a lot of midfielders. Yeah. That's, and I think Alex Hunt is going to be a great player for us, but I think he needs to, they need to go and loan into somewhere that's not in the National League now. Give him a League Two club now. Yeah. He, he definitely, I think he definitely, I'm hoping he's going to get a new contract and because we've got to start planning for when we don't have Bannon anymore. I'm not slagging off the National League there, by the way. No, but I think no, if, I we need to, if we're going to get Hunt to develop to a position where he gets to us quicker, yeah, yeah. Let's get him. Let's get. Let's do what we did with Dawson, League Two. Yeah, yeah. Um, give him that chance. And yeah, uh, Dawson does look like he'll stay there all alone. So the recalling of Dawson doesn't look like it's happening currently. We'll see. But uh, I think we're quite happy. Everybody. Well, Bailey Peacock Farrell's just one Player of the Month. He did. So uh, says a lot, really. Yep. Number two on the news, and it's probably actually the biggest news story, really, if you look at the history of the club. Um, this is from the Scotsman. Quote, Air United have appointed former Dunfermline and Falkirk player Lee Bullen as their new manager, replacing Jim Duffy at Somerset Park. Bullen leaves his coaching role with Sheffield Wednesday, where he's a cult hero among Hillsborough fans, to take over at the Honest Men in his first senior management role. Sorry, the Onif men just sound like a FIFA created club. Uh, <laughs> it does, doesn't it? <laughs> the absolute mad lads. Yeah. The biggest Hardly snakes around United. or whatever. Yeah, just. But no, this is, this is sad, but I wish him all the best. He's, it's one of those where I get it. Lee, Lee Bullen is everything you want from mm. somebody who is Sheff- in at Sheffield Wednesday. And the word legend does get thrown around a lot. But if we haven't, if Lee Bullen isn't a legend in the modern era of Sheffield Wednesday, I don't know who would be. Yeah. Then we haven't had a legend since those nostalgic 90s players. No. You know, because Lee Bullen sort of, well, he did. If, the, the saying's overused in our fan base, but the bleeding blue and white thing. Yeah. If you were to get a player that did that or a man that did that, who was loyal to the club through thick and thin, it would be Lee Bullen. And I um, I respect that he's got ambitions of his own and wants to go and be a manager, you know? so I used uh, to love it. I used to love it during hours in the park. He'd just walk around with his kids. And even when he was in the coaching, to have a chat to people. He'll see a fan who he's not seen in a while and have a good conversation. The thing is, I get it. He... When he was stepping in, you could tell he had the itch. He was hoping for it when Monk got the job. I really thought they were going to probably give it him. And oh, oh, I'm glad they a, didn't. Yeah, this is no, the thing. This, this is what I'm saying. And like, and I wouldn't want if if Lee ever did see this. I know he he does see some Wednesday stuff. He's off a lot of it now. But like, it was what that like. I I would love him to be Sheffield Wednesday manager, but I wouldn't have wanted it in the toxic situation that the club yeah. was sort of going in because. A lot would be the fan base was already not fully behind him being the manager, yeah. which you only it's need an, to an, see from the an, managers you bring in. It's an easy escape route, isn't it? Yeah, and it's a it's a way of sort of like tarnishing his legacy. There, I want to see him become a manager at other clubs and then come back. To, I would love him to return to us as a manager that's got some success in other leagues. Yeah, because he's then he knows everything about the club, but he's got some respect on the name other than just being a coach. Yeah, at the club. 
you know, and an assistant. He's got the respect of being the man in charge that brings with that. And then he can sort of come in and grab some players by the scruff of the neck at Wednesday and be like, I tell you what, I've got some, I don't know, Experience. silverware, whatever, if he's in the Scottish yeah. league and he can, he can do all that. He's in the Scottish champ, isn't he? So yeah. if he can get, if he can do well at air um, and then move on and then do whatever, if he can then come back to Wednesday one day and be our manager, I'd, I'd love that. Um, from the Daily Record, quote, Lee Bullen got off to the dream start as a new head coach of Air United as the honest men down table topping uh, our broth. Our broth. Our yep. broth. I probably said yep. that. I said that like such a posh Englishman, didn't I? Yep. It was now, a crappy goal, but it was, it was a goal. all of my Scottish family immediately <laughs> um, as I was reading out that quote. But I'm sorry, yeah. you're currently getting your letters for disowning typed up. Yeah. Pretty much. In the post. Um, it's it's uh, it's good to see. You know, obviously he's coming. You can't really say much from a first thing, but I just thought it's worth to say that he's he's yeah. off to a winning start, and I just love to see him in good the dugout, being the, being the manager of a club. And he, obviously, I was only young when I was at Cardiff, and we uh, he was mm. lifting that playoff trophy, and he was he was immense in yeah, that season. At this level. He really was. Yeah. He just, he was just that. The thing that you got is you got Lee Bullen at that Cardiff bit, and then when we went up again in League One, it was Rob Jones. It was yeah. that solid defender at the back, but left everything on the line. It didn't matter what it was; he would go off with a head injury, he'd go off. So what you're arm. telling me is we need a tall, receding hairline centre back. That's a nasty yes. bit of work. Basically, yes. right. Do you remember the one we signed when we went up to the championship? Was it Martin, whatever his uh, face was? Yeah, I know who fit that ball. We had a we had a we had a situation where we kept signing those sort of centre backs. Do you remember um, Rob? You remember Perth? We need. We we should do a topic on who are the bold centre backs. In in football right now, because Wednesday tend to do well with receding centre back. However, least kept his least kept his air all right. Actually, yeah, yeah. to him, fair enough, Bull. And please do not uh, hate me forever. Um, but uh, yeah, you know what I mean. You know exactly yeah. what I mean. I know. Um, we need that sort of uh, centre back back in, not just on the hairline, but the ability and the commitment. But in all seriousness, Lee Bullen. I'd just take an injury-free centre back at the moment. <laughah> that'd be ideal, wouldn't it? It'd work. Right. Um, Next bit of news, Hayden Roberts. This is from Inside Football. Quote, Brighton talent Roberts has attracted the interest of the Owls as they are set to receive a boost in their pursuit of the centre-back. The Seagulls have decided to loan out the young centre-back this transfer window and the Owls are claimed to be the favourites to sign him. Their path is not entirely obstacle-free, though, as the championship side Cardiff City are also keen on the player. He was on loan in League One last season with Rochdale as they were relegated... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and made 26 appearances, end quote. We've already had the disappointment side. You can have a new disappointment. <laughs> no, exactly. Um, young player. What do you think? Do you know much about Roberts? I've seen bits of him from last season and I've seen bits of the games he played, but not much. Uh, he has, I think he's had three appearances for Brighton this season. So... He's... Not a great picture for him on that, is it? It looks like he's sucking no, a lemon. Uh, we've got his FIFA card up, just so you know that's coming. He's six foot, which isn't the tallest for a centre-back, no. actually. 19. Obviously, he's... I look. I tried to look at his history. He's not 
played very much. No. Apart from last season when he got relegated, but that was like, it could be one of those inspired loan signings really because he's not really had much chances to to shine really because he, mm. until Rochdale, he'd made five, six, six career appearances. Yeah, so he, he'd come in. <laughs> and they were all in the League Cup. I know, I know we need centre-backs. I know... 100% and we need bodies that's the main thing but it, it seems like it's like would this be pushing Brennan out if he came mm, in and I kind of don't like that because Brennan's developing and it looks like we're going to start sitting down and getting him on a new contract soon as well yeah he couldn't hold his place in well I don't know if this is true but he doesn't appear to he doesn't appear to have made an England under a you know under he's not made the England under 21s yeah. so to speak because he played for the more to under 18 level but he hasn't made a England youth setup appearance since that that um, setup. Well, not, but he did play there. He's not played much, has he? No, true. But he was getting games when he was in the under twenty threes at Brighton. I think we need we need a centre back. Yeah, we, but we can't sign a centre back. It'd be a gamble. But uh, does that need... mean? So does that mean uh, Gibson is going back then? Because possibly we've still if got him on loan. Yeah, if it, but he's injured, isn't he? We don't know yeah. if he's... He, he might be coming back, but it's potentially like February or March, isn't it? So, back right for Wednesday. Right, let's, just in case you were really excited about this player when you are like, oh, Brighton. I don't know why you'd be like, oh, Bright, Brighton player, to be honest. But like, oh, Brighton ooh, player. Oh, Premiership like, player. Pre- Premier, yeah, it's even a Premier League player, Jake. Um, 58 oh, rated... <laughs> 58 rated centre-back, which is amazing. By the way, absolutely amazing. Speak of, I think we have, don't think we've had a player that bad in the team since Jordan Thornley was a bronze card. Um, seventy-two pace, forty-four shooting, fifty-three passing, fifty-four dribbling. What would you give to have 50, Jordan Thornley? Fifty-seven now? defending for a defender, <laughs> a, a centre back as well. <laughs> it's worse than his overall rating. Sixty-four physicality. Jeez, this is as good as when you read Sonny Corbin you card at the start of the season. I know he's had a mid-season upgrade that I did in the uh, in the in the uh, solo episode I did. But yeah, maybe maybe that happens. What would you would you would you take it? In a sense of needing bodies, yes, but I'm worried for the development of uh, Brennan. I yes. don't, I, I I don't know who you put. Are you going to put in net to Hutch? Are you going to put in net to Iortha? Do we just lie? Get him on one of them deals where he can't be recalled. <laughs> tell him he's going to get played and then he's here for cover. That is the only thing. Haven't we already think. done that recently? Because, yeah, I know, but because it's the end of the season, they can't recall him. If there's no yeah, loan term, if there's no like recall clause, they can't well, recall him until the end of the season. Yeah. And then we've got, we've got Dunkley. In a sense Iorfa, of bodies. Brennan yes, and then Taylor, Taylor to go in around those injuries. In, in a sense of needing bodies, yes, yeah, because we don't know. Taylor? Who the hell Taylor? Taylor? You said Taylor. Did I? Yeah, I'm sure you did. Did that I? Might... It sounded like it. Am I having an aneurysm? <laughs> I don't think I did. I might have done. If I will did, see you in the, in the, in we'll the see. take of this, but carry on. I'm pretty sure I said it's... I offered Dunkley and Brennan, but... I'm sure you said Taylor. Okay, it might be me. Um, but in the sense of... Look, I offer's... Probably going to be end of January, I reckon. 
possibly February. Hutch could be Plymouth game by sounds of it. No idea on Dunkley. Oh yeah, Hutchinson. Didn't he? Uh, oh, he got injured again, didn't he? He did. No idea on Dunkley, which is a shame because as, so- as soon as we lost Dunkley, it showed. Mm. So and Brennan, he's a young lad. So well, let's just, the body well, if, we need if, it. If, if it's just numbers. Bring him in for number. I yeah. don't know enough about him. I don't like speaking too much on what I don't know. Let us know what you think, obviously, if you know a bit more. If there's about any Rockdale fans watching this, how was he? Yeah, let us know. Next up, though, we do know a bit more about this player. Not so much in recent times, but uh, he's solid. Alan Nixon has tweeted that uh, Sheffield Wednesday are considering a return for centre half Mark Beavers. Preterborough would let him go. There's other League One interests. Are, are we get are we getting the gang back together? We're gonna see I what was going to say, yeah, Tommy Spur, bring Richard back O'Donnell, Danny Bath, Danny Bath, yeah, you know, just bring back all the centre backs. Why not? Uh, <laughs> ben Marshall. I tell you what. I tell you what. Well, Ben Marshall's in non-league. We'll get him back. Gee, that's so weird, isn't it? That people aren't. <laughs> this is the probably like the first two years where we've not gone bring Ben Marshall back in this in non-league. <laughs> so many Wednesday players wanted him back. Um, let's bring Antonio back. He's doing. I don't think he's doing he's not, much. He's is not he? doing no, no. no. Oh God, he's having uh, fun in Jamaica. Bring Nile Ranger back. We need a bit of excitement. <laughs> <laughs> excitement, yes. Back pages and front pages, no. <laughs> the yeah. So this has been corroborated by, by the reports as well that there is the, re- yeah. the interest there. Now we know a bit about Mark Beavers. Obviously, at the time, few people thought. A few people weren't too happy about him leaving. A few people were thinking, right, it's, it's right he moves on. Mm. But obviously, after us, he went to Millwall and was at Millwall for quite a while. Was quite consistent with Millwall. Been at Bolton for quite a while until 2019, and yeah. then at Peterborough since 2019. Now, this is a player that made. 161 appearances for us, scoring four goals. Yeah. And he came up through our academy. He's our academy player, right? Yeah. Is he a Wednesday fan, Beavers? Yes. I always, because I, yes, yes. I, was, I was younger when he was in our side. Yeah, yeah. Not that young, but yeah. Um, so it makes sense because mm. we're talking about an experience. We don't have an experienced centre back. Beavers is now 32. No, we really and, don't actually, don't do we? And he played forty-five times, forty-nine in all competitions last season in Peterborough's promotion God season. Mm. And he's a win. For me, this is quite. It makes sense. Good if this happens. I know we don't like looking backwards, but like he got promoted from this league last season. He's yeah. a Wednesday fan. We need an experienced centre-back. He'll put his body on the line like we were he's, on about. He's 32, so he's coming to he's, he's going to be his last hurrah with his boyhood club. Mm. He has only played 11 times this season, so we'll have to get him back to fitness. But Makes sense. It does. Because what I wanted to say now is he made 161 appearances for us, right? But he left us when he was 23-ish. Yeah. He's now 32 and he's clocked 150 appearances with Millwall, four of those seasons being in the championship, right? Two in League One. 
He'll know right, let me Lee. just finish He'll this. He'll know so, Gregory as well. Yeah, so so Bolt, Bolton, he did a hundred. He made 132 appearances for them in League One. One of those seasons in the championships for two, championship for two, and then two seasons in League One with Peterborough United. 97 appearances for them overall. Obviously in the championship this season, he is a League One centre back yeah. that knows how to get out of the league. Yeah, you know he did it with us. Granted. He only made seven appearances in that season, but he did it with us. Yeah. (laughs) So. Gregors and Palmer get on the blower and go, come on, you're coming back. Mm. Yeah. Fun, fun fact. Um, Fun fact from uh, Wikipedia here. On the 23rd of March, 2008, Beavers was called up to the England 19 squad, replacing Chelsea's Sam Hutchinson. No way. (laughs) That's awesome. Oh, yeah. are we gonna have tension at the back? Oh, no. play, Ew. <laughs> oh, I think the only, I think the only, <laughs> I think the, the only cons, I think the only concern a little bit is that he's coming back from injury. But that's the reason why we're getting him. He's also going to be one him. of our last players we signed that was born in the eighties. How is that? We get to that point. Well, then again, you watch Patrick Vieira and sodding Steven Gerrard on the touch line in games. It's like, right, I, I've hit that period where my dad told me that it getting to the point where when you start seeing that in football, you're old. Yeah, I got to the point where I was like, mm. you know, when you wouldn't cons- be any longer considered young potential as a footballer. Mm. I was like, mm. yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that. And when unless, I'm like, your name, look, unless your name's Harry Kane, who was the young footballer for up to 26. Yeah. He's a young, promising... I mean, I mean are, you, are, you te- are you telling me now I could get some boots on then and win the Golden Boot at a World Cup? Yeah. Well, Jesse yeah. Lingard Te- keeps Technically, keep going. I could. Jesse Lingard keeps being told he's the best youth player at Manchester United by some of their fans, so... Yeah. And he's like 30 now, Jesse Lingard yep. as well. <laughs> But yeah, I'd be happy to see Mark Beavers back. And I know there's, uh, the, you hate it. looking at the past, but yeah, looking at it realistically, it's a, it's a good he's move. A leave, he's a leave one player. But um, the, there has been some talk about it being... Well, the Yorkshire Live were reporting that reports, though, linking Beavers with the Owls return have been, are believed to be wide of the mark. Now... Mm. Nixon gets some stuff wrong, but Nixon's usually pretty spot on with stuff. He's normally pretty bang on, isn't he? Yeah. I mean, he has got some, he has dropped some, cl- every, every, every journalist gets fed down some pathways. Unless and you're through it so, unless you're through it so, we've been getting everything right constantly recently, then yeah. Yeah, but uh, Yorkshire Live uh, follow up here with it. It's thought that Moore ideally wants to sign an experienced player, but someone has been playing regular first team football, end quote. Mm. We're not really in a position to argue. If they're going to let him go on a free, yeah. you, you, bring it, you bring in that experience, right? Because you said, you said you want a body, you're looking at a 19 year old who hasn't played many games, and there's a 32 year old who knows League One. Yeah. Who can get up to speed This just makes sense, right? Because unlike some players, and I'm not going to like say it's in our squad currently, but like unlike some players, if you're a Wednesday fan, you're going to do everything you bloody can to 
be on that pitch, right? Well, of course you are, because if and you this, go to your nan's house the next yeah. day, knowing you put a bad <laughs> performance in, you ain't getting the extra Yorkshire pudding. No, exactly. But also, <laughs> I love that. I don't but know you're not, that came you're from. not getting. You're like, think about like Shaw last season. Oh, I'm yeah. a Wednesday fan. I'm going to fight till the end of the season, then go to Celtic. That sort of thing. This is a guy who knows it's the end of. It's coming towards the end of his career. He's going to give mm. everything he can to get this club back to where it can be before he ends his career. Because he can then look at it and go, do you know what? I contributed to getting my club back on the the right path. It makes sense. Bring him back. Let us know what you think um, in the comments to all of this. If you are watching on YouTube, if you are a podcaster, listener, thank you as always for your quiet yet consistent resport. Uh, Resport? Support. (laughs) No, he did so well with talking today as well, didn't he? If you're in the car shouting at us, then... Just wave to the person at the side and you go, I'm fine. <laughs> right, uh, next topic. Not, not too much of a big one here. There's been some murmurs on Twitter that Lewis Wing might cancel yeah. his contract. He's trying to, there's a mutual, I can't remember where I saw this. Um, I don't know if it was official sourcing, actually. I just think it was some Twitter rumours. But there was... Football uh, League it, Hub. Okay, so it was one of, is that a proper one of them or is that a bedroom one of them? Uh, I think it's a bedroom one, but March 2018. Right. Okay. So we'll say. Because I actually would... know some of the people that run the bedroom ones that that focus on Wednesday, you know, they've chatted to me in the past. <laughs> uh, and I'm like, you know as much as me, mate. I <laughs> Less sometimes, this, most of the time. This, for me, in one sense, makes sense oh, for a player. For the player sense, I don't know how much it makes sense for the Wednesday sense. Does mm. that make sense? Yeah. That's a lot of sense, by the way. Yeah. Uh, I think it's weird considering this. Well, they were going to recall him and they never did. Uh, Wilder flat out didn't recall any of the players after saying no. he was going to recall all his players. He just then didn't recall any of them. Well, they got, the, they, got the ga- they got the game called after their 20th player got the positive. Yeah, it was... Uh, <laughs> There's a player in Lewis Wing. There is. We've seen it at Rotherham. However, it's not. The there season. isn't a player in Lewis Wing currently. No. You but know. could it could it be something like as because he doesn't know what his future is? He's not settled, so he needs to be settled to. Play. Yeah, but the, to be honest, I'm worried. He, the reason I'd be worried about it is because he's already got the idiots on the fan base on his back. Yeah, and You've actually got to trying to full on abuse him, and I'm like, when he first came, he said he was forced to sign a contract before he could come out on loan. He mm. wanted a permanent back in the summer. Yeah, I remember. I remember us talking about it. Um, yeah, I just think he's he's got so he's it's like Darren Moore. Once you start to get that quite loud shouting yeah. into the into the into the void portion of the Wednesday fan base on your back when it's going it's well hard. it's going well but when it's it's struggling you are the scapegoat and he's he's going to struggle especially if he signs for us on a permanent it's not going to be the the neatest fallout from it it might be better for his career to not even though I would be willing if he can put in some performances to see him make the best of it do you know what's quite funny actually if you want to if you want to bring more controversy do you remember what you messaged me the other day which is funny if you think about all last year when we were talking about it on the podcast (laughs) (laughs) jake messaged me and went do you know what this team really needs and you were saying it a lot last season james (laughs) this team needs a joey and i was like (laughs) really does yeah 
Could have done with your new year as well, couldn't it? Yeah. That's looking at the past. Uh, talking you about did, looking you, at the past. You, you did too, I'd say. It would be great in League One. He'd do what yep. we need. Yeah, I did. Talking uh, about looking at the past, Gary Monk has been commenting on Talk Sport, saying uh, he doesn't feel that he's left any club. He's, he's never left a club where he's not left it in a better place in some part. Mm. Could, Kabudofi, would you like to weigh in here? <laughs> this should be his topic. We'll call him in. I'll tell you what, anniversary episode, if he's, if he's around, we'll have him call in and do another 40-minute yeah. Gary, Gary Monk rant. Uh, but no, uh, that could be actually quite fun. We, uh, we yeah, do want to do something. The anniversary call-in call episode, it'll probably be next next Sunday or the Sunday after. Yes. So if you're not in our Discord and you want to be involved in that, that's going to be quite a tight turnaround of, hey, if any of you are available for a phone call, we're recording all of this. It's going to be through Discord this time. So please, please get in that Discord and get active with us and get send us some emails, podcast at gmail.com. We'd like to talk about it. But I didn't want to make a big topic of this because it's been talked no. about. I think it's a non-statement. But I think Gary Monk would have kept us up. I've said that for quite a while. Yeah. Kubiddlefish can stab me. Um, <laughs> but like, I do think you'd have kept us up. With the consistency you ain't coming to any live shows. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry, Andy. But he... Uh, <laughs> I I think, obviously, I think Tony Poulis killed us, to be honest. Yeah, he did. It was just... That, that whole period between Poulis and getting another manager is what killed us. If we were mm-hmm. going to go down the more route in, in January... We should have got him in January, give him till the end of the season, see what he could have done, and we may have stayed up. Yep. May. Yep. Uh, but it, the one thing Monk did do, he did see that you could use our youth academy. You did mm-hmm. see him bringing youth players, and we got to see certain players and how they would play. So on that sense, I'm happy for it. But I don't know. Like I said, non-story. Just, we don't, we don't need it. to talk about Gary anymore, really, do we? Yeah. Uh, to your community topics, thank you for the lack of community topics. YouTube has killed me in the algorithm by not uploading over the past few weeks and month because it is just it is not putting off our stuff out to people nope. as much at all. So the community tab is not even hitting people's feeds. I'm hearing and all that. So that's fun. Just keep. We checking can't it even every do week. do what we did in the summer with transfer and nothing. Yeah. Now, oh, I'm just saying this now for people who listen to this podcast all the way through and don't just watch the breakouts. You don't have to click on them, we appreciate it, but there is going to be some very baity videos as we yeah. get them, just to get the eyes back on the on the content, because the ch- the podcast doesn't reach as far. It, it's people, there's the funny people in the comments who go, oh, this is bait, this is bait, this is bait, and then we look at how it performs and we're like, yeah. but the people don't just watch it, click on it, and then click off it. Because people click on it and go, actually, this is all right content, and some people yeah. stick around. We need We need that again. Honestly, my schedule has obviously been the reason that we've not been able to do that because you know what I used to do with the podcast, record yep. it, and then I'd spend that night editing it after we recorded it, and then the next and day doing all the, the 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 splits and the the, the re-edits, and then I'd need thumbnails, we'd do all that. There's there's a lot of Come stuff on. that goes into that. People, so, uh, look at how many games we've got in February. This man just, has got a lot of watch-alongs to do. <laughs> I'm looking forward to doing those, though. I will do them. Yes. Um, bring, it, bring it back in there. Um I don't like February games, especially since all our games that we didn't have over Christmas are now in there. <laughs> no. Um, a lot of video games coming out as well. I don't know where I'm going to find time to be a nerd, which is unfortunate. Oh, that's a so, Yeah. I said that was so disappointment. So Dave Jones wrote in, Dave Jones 83, not 
Dave Jones, as in former Sheffield um, Wednesday manager Dave Jones. Oh, what do you think he? about the lack of communication from Chancery this season? It would be interesting to know his plans to get us out of the league, his thoughts on the season so far, etc. We've talked about this a little bit in the past. Mm. Uh, I didn't mind that he was quiet when he seemed to be doing things in the right direction, appointing the right people. When he does come out, messes up early bird season tickets, and then says, oh, it looks like we're going to get promoted anyway. So, cool. That's a bit concerning to me. I'd I'd like him to just do what he was doing when he couldn't actually get his voice out because of being in Thailand and stuff. It's... I think he's learned a lot from the lack of a safe way of coming out saying stuff. One of the things we haven't seen due to all the pandemic stuff, we haven't seen any fan interaction things recently at all. Mm-hmm. They seem to have gone very quiet. Um, and the thing is, it, it's a cat 22. He, he either doesn't say anything and fans are, are going to give him criticism, or he's going to come out and say something and fans are going to get him criticism. He's screwed mm-hmm. either way. At the minute, what is there to talk about? In general, to be fair. I mean, I could understand why fans would want a chairman to go, hey, the thing is, if he comes out and he goes, hey, this is the path, don't worry, I know results aren't what we want, it looks like he's putting pressure on the manager there, so it's kind of a rock and a hard yeah, place. Remember when he put a path on, he said, we're going to get promoted in 2017 because it's our 150th anniversary. So we were all like, right, we're going to get promoted this season. And because we, we never did. We nearly broke. You know what? So I was watching, I know this is bad, but I was watching Hull the other day. And I've got, I don't really hate Hull. Like, for, I've got no reasons, but there's an innate sort of like. They've just been taken over by the bloke who does the voice in Turkey. Excellent. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. 100 million takeover. I think Jesus Christ. Like oh, no. Was it 100? No, 100 million to Southampton. I'm not, no, it's like no, a whole no, no, big no, no, history, no, no, no. but like 100, 100 million. Mil. 100 million to Southampton takeover. I got my... I was going to say. But Hull have been taken over by him. Um, the... I just... We were literally a, a, a match away from... Think of what... This is what gets me every time, because... Chancery, yes, we talk about it now, but with Chancery's ability just to spend money, yeah, can you imagine if we'd have been allowed to do that in the Premier League? I reckon we'd have done all right. I reckon we'd have stayed up. Yeah. Stayed up and been deep. We could have been like a Brentford or Bournemouth. Where and then the parachute would have payments would have helped us out if we'd have come back down because they'd have helped us with financial fair play and we'd have probably rocketed back up. We'd have been one of them teams. That's what's upsetting about it. We were twice, we were so close. And that's why it's hard when we talk about lack of trans- uh, communication and stuff from him now. Wouldn't well, take like, a penalty. That's all I'm saying. What's What's hard now is the the longer it goes on. I know we've been saying this for ages. But oh yeah. In modern okay. Football, I I got my figure completely messed up. Thirty million. <laughs> yeah, completely. completely. <laughs> that's what we were bought for, wasn't it? Thirty million. Thirty to forty. Yeah. Yeah. You've knocked me off my train of thought. Now I'm going to kill you. Sorry. Um. I can't remember what I was going to say. You you basically. You were basically Thanks. telling about how we could have been up there and been able yeah, to spend no, money. No, yeah, thank you. Got it, got it, got it. Cool. Uh, so modern football, it's going further and further away from where where we can catch it, really. Yeah. And we're going to be one of the... The worrying thing for me as time goes on is we're going to be one of those sleeping giants that never wakes because football's going to pass us by. Sunderland, Ipswich. 
Sunderland could you see if Sunderland can go on something and do something now, they could kind of get back the way back up there. But we'd really have to sort it, you know. Sunderland haven't been out. If you think about it, Sunderland haven't been out of it that that far. And the worrying no. thing is, I know it's been going around Twitter. And it's been a bit of a thing to say that Aston Villa, we were competing with them, and, and we were they were trying to buy our players not too long ago, Forestieri and that, you know. Yeah. And and we were actually probably better than them at some point. Aren't they something? And they've just like signed. They've just. Rich- They've just signed the Coutinho. Team yeah, in the Premier that's what I'm saying. That. That's what I'm saying. Chancery had money and he's had the money to spend. He's he, just he's not been able to he, bloody spend it, and when he has, he's causing trouble. This is, this is the, also the other bit where people turn around and go, "Oh, we got no cash." He got cash. He's just not allowed to spend it. He took us over at the wrong point of the EFL. If he took us over a year or two before he did, maybe it's a different story. Mm-hmm. Because QPR are the ones that knackered that all up for everyone. In a good way and a bad way. In a bad way, you couldn't bend and then get yourself in trouble. But in the good way, you're not getting in trouble. But financial fair play, I think it's seen more clubs go under than it should have done. If that makes sense. It's just a flawed system. We've said this for ages. It is a flawed system. So VAR. I don't mind VAR. I like VAR, but some decisions I just... Do my head in. Yeah, no, that's not the VAR though. That's not the cameras because you can all see it at home. That's idiots. Right, that's one thing the world's now, not short of, mate. If, if you, idiots. Right, if you don't like VAR, do you know what you do? You do what they did in the Serie A match. They had a massive flag. They were waving it the entire time, and the camera couldn't be you because it kept on getting covered up that's by said funny. flag. That's quite <laughs> funny. That's quite Irony: funny. the goal they scored was miles offside, and they couldn't check it. <laughs> um, thanks for, for writing in by the way Dave obviously we're yeah. tangent at that but that's what you expect from us now mate um, yep. next match oh, Sheffield Wednesday versus Plymouth again getting deja vu here I don't want to do it so this is the fourth time of playing them this season I don't want to do it it's only gone alright once and that was I a don't... draw <laughs> Don't want to do it. No. Plymouth currently sits sixth in the table on 43 points. The last match, um, I think they've had some postponements, was against Cheltenham on Boxing Day where they won 2-0. Yep. Uh, and it they played in the FA. Break, it was a good breakaway. Well. And they're through to the next round of the FA Cup as well. They're on a run. Mm. Although people saying, oh, look, I thought it might have gone a bit, but having the assistant who was under Ryan Lowe has worked out. He still yep. kept that mentality. I think when you hire an assistant, when they won the run they've done, he's already got everything that was in place by the previous manager. So I think that's why it's working. Yeah. There's nothing I, to uh, change. I worry. I worry about this one because this could be... Let's have a look at our fixtures. I know you've done this in your solo episode, but... It's not good. I think it's... So- We've got Oxford ball. We've got Oxford ball after that. Yep. And then we've got Ipswich. Yeah. There's a chance that we don't get any points in in January. There's a chance we don't get any points in January. There's also a chance. I think someone said to me we probably get 15 points from now till the end of Feb with the games. So let's just go for the game. January got Plymouth, Oxford, Ipswich. 
Yeah, I see, I see. I see probably about fifteen to eighteen there. February got Morecambe, Burton, Wigan, Rotherham, Atkinson, Stanley, Doncaster, Doncaster. Depending on how things go, they could already be done. They could be out of it already because they got a lot of game coming up against top teams. They could be out of it. Fleetwood, Charlton. Yeah, but they, aren't they another, another one? Team. I always forget. Are they another one that doesn't like us just for the sake of them being close to us? So they uh, think yeah. It, uh, yeah, so probably think it's time to just make us more miserable. Uh, we will have your mate on for that, I'm yep. sure, actually, just for for, for the laugh. Um, yeah, we've got Rotherham as well, so... Well, Rotherham, Wigan back-to-back as well. You go Wigan, Rotherham. It'd be interesting to see if we can... I'd love to see us uh, give it a go at Oxford because mm. Oxford frustrated me a lot yeah. when we played them. They played such negative football when they played us and the, the fans said they didn't usually play it. I was like, right, yeah. but it was awful. One of the Time things I from- found... Really funny, of course, speaking to uh, an Ipswich fan. And he's like, he turned around and go, hey, we're playing you guys soon. I'm looking forward to it. I'm not. You're playing good. Can you go back to being rubbish? Mm. I'm just, let's just hope. Let's just hope, yeah. shall we? Come on. It's New Year. Same Wednesday. New, new Year, same Wednesday. That's new the me. title of the podcast, isn't it? Yeah. New Year, same Wednesday. That's the one. Um, But... That's it from me. I've not got anything to add this week. It's been great to talk about. Uh, it's lovely know, to get back on it. Up to date stuff. Also, I realised we used to do like three hour podcasts where we do side tangents. We have obviously saved those side tangent to- topics for weeks where we have to pre record now. If you've noticed yep. that, that's why the podcasts are usually around an hour to an hour and a half now, which is I think it, is a more manageable size as well for yeah. us, to be fair. But it also and if means members, that we, you get to see bloopers. You do. They are <laughs> funny. There isn't any for December because obviously we didn't no. do anything over there. But uh, you can, you do have access to all the older ones if you do become a member and the uh, the stuff we cut out of the podcast. Because we go, can we actually say that? Can I can I say that? We I have to can't we, say that. We have show, to like get in touch with legal before we get yeah. and put it up. Yeah, yeah. And legal is just our partners going. You can't say that, <laughs> uh, right? That's it from Pretty me, much. mate. Anything, anything to add other than be safe, have a good new year, anything anything specific, one of your cliches, go for it, my friend. Get drunk, have fun, and remember, when unless they're still you, same uh, or same you sh- un- Unless you, you're not at legal drinking age, because even though we do aim this age, podcast don't. over 18s, like, you know, the internet exists. Yeah. Punk but, isn't yeah. encouraging no. youth binge drinking again. Again? When did I do it last time? Just in the park, generally. Anyway, oh, uh, right, okay, have enough. have a lovely start to your year, guys. We will uh, be back next week with Talking Wednesday. It could be the anniversary episode. Yep. just depends on our scheduling. So yes. if it's the anniversary ed- uh, episode, I'm sure we'll do a bit of news, but it mm. will be mainly chatting. Uh, and not, well, not, f- not f- I wouldn't say we're f- particularly funny, but it'll be mainly just uh, topics... Uh, a, a bit a bit of a oh my god we've actually stuck with I, something for I, a year I'm just going to say this now when this episode for next, mo- next Monday or Tuesday when the episode comes out when they sign somebody please yeah also this is technically the anniversary episode yeah but it, hey, we, we can, can, get, it we can get away with it because it's the anniversary of the pilot yes um, so the end of like the episode that's not the thing you've would been be learning week. from Chancery. Well done. <laughs> but yeah, 
Take care, guys, and we will see you in the next episode of Talking Wednesday. See ya.